Hello, everybody. What is up? What is good, Sims? How are you? I'm doing good. What up? How you feeling? I'm good. Me and Sims went out last night. Had a few drinks. Uh, I didn't do my picks until this morning. Me neither. Really? Yes. I, so I, it's um, weird because I'm not used to doing it in the morning. Well, it, it is. You know, I picked my game straight up yesterday for my article that comes out on Bleacher yes. Report today. But yes, then I uh, this morning woke up and was like, okay, let me look at these spreads I know, and figure I know. this I was out. Like, I had coffee. Yeah. Usually, I was like, I'm all over the Tequila is affecting my decision making. Before we start, Kevin Salazar is asking for fantasy advice. I'm going to turn to you here. Uh, okay. Aaron Rodgers against Carolina or Case Keenum against Cincinnati? Oh gosh. I don't think Keenum, right? I would. I, I just think first game back. Uh, I, I would go Keenum. I do like the Minnesota offense. I think Cincinnati will be officially folding the tents after yes. last week's domination domination loss to the uh, the Bears. They're beat up in the secondary Cincinnati yes. a little bit, so that's another thing. And also, you don't know what Aaron Rodgers is going to have. No, you Aaron don't Aaron Rodgers know. has had success in recent years against Carolina, but with that bone, I don't no, know. I, I mean, as great as Aaron Rodgers is, or I don't care any great all-time quarterback, Brady, Manning, Favre, you miss nine weeks and yeah. you come back, I don't expect you to be the player that you were before that injury. Shout out to Alex Osborne. He wrote, pumped, I get to watch this, and then I've got the next podcast to watch straight after episode 144. Head over to YouTube, type in Sims and Lefko. It is up. It is ready to be watched. But first, we need to recap how we did last week. And Sims, all that one big Seattle bet. Oh, Seattle, you lost 1,420 of a possible 1,600. And wouldn't you know, I made 120. (laughs) I won the Eagles, but I lost Carson Wentz. I won the Cowboys. I won the Ravens. And I am now inching closer towards finishing the season even. I am down 550 on the season, and you are down a staggering $3,340. Man, that is just absolutely pitiful. Wow. Pitiful. Well, you, that's the thing is you were making your money back because you were hitting your big bets. So I got Seattle. three more weeks. You I gotta, got $1,400. You, go you could finish max. You could finish... Up 1,500, right. so there's still hope. I just want to be in the positive. I wanted you to be in the positive. Yeah. I was told before the show that producer Matt Canvasser is saying we have never been this different. And I think it's because we both did our picks this morning. I have no idea what's going to happen. <laughs> Let's start off first Thursday night football. Indy hosting the Denver Broncos, and they are two-and-a-half home dogs. Uh, the Indianapolis Colts, they just had a snow game against the Buffalo Bills. Their ranks are awful. Denver, apparently, in terms of yards, I don't know if that's accurate, though, Sims. What do you mean? I thought Jacksonville will be number no. one. So Denver has the number one d- this defense. This past week, yeah, they have the number one yardage allowed. D- Jacksonville leads in, like we've said, sacks, points allowed, right. and turnovers. But, but because Denver's of Russell Wilson, and really, we never talked about this, Jalen Ramsey blowing a few coverages in yes. the game. That was a big difference, letting up some big yards. So it is a Thursday night game. I am going to start off. I will give you my full rundown of what I just did for my Left Coast Locks video. First one up in terms of trends. The Denver Broncos are 0-6 on the road this season. Mm. Not a good road team. And don't forget, the super-powered Left Coast Lock trend of the year is that the last seven games, the home team on Thursday night football is 6-0-1 against the spread. It came true last week. Right. The Falcons upset the Saints. Yep. I'm just saying it's Who was interesting. the tie? Do you remember? The tie was the Arizona Cardinals push oh, right. when the Seattle Seahawks blocked the extra point, which would have been 7-0 and the last seven weeks. Wow. Trevor Simeon, in his four starts on the road this year, 
one touchdown, nine interceptions. He's barely throwing 220 yards per game with a completion percentage around 57. Has not been good on the road. And my last big point was Vance Joseph came out this week and said he could not watch a single minute of footage from the Buffalo Indy game because the snow... So they have no footage from well, that game. Well, there's no point in even watching it. And then Chuck Pagano came out and says that he believes that his team is actually healthier because since there weren't any big hits, because right. no everyone's speed. running around everyone's at two miles an hour, pillows. they're right. actually healthy. Right. With all that said, I'm taking the home dog. I'm putting $50 just because I trust my trend a little bit, but I don't trust Thursday Night Football on the Indianapolis Colts plus two and a half. Okay. And that um, is your comprehensive Thursday Night Pick. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm going $10 on the Broncos. Uh, I'm, ex- I'm picking... <laughs> Might be my last... <laughs> oh, it's the, it's the horsies versus the horsies. This is a battle of the... <laughs> but I like Denver because... Um, uh, they have a great defense. Denver has a great defense. I'm hoping, hope, hopefully last week will be a lesson maybe just for Denver to go, okay, we can punt the ball and give our defense a lead and we can win a football game. Simeon didn't turn it over last week, so that's encouraging. I think the big thing I look at it like this is just where I broke down the game. Thursday night's obviously scary. That's why I only go $10. I think the Broncos will win the game 23-20. And my big reason is just the Colts offense. I just don't think there's enough there for them to consistently move the ball in the Broncos defense, which is still a special unit. And they have the guys to just go, okay, we can cover T.Y. Hilton on third and seven, man-to-man. We have no issues with it. They might double him from time to time. So who knows what it may be. But I think they can take him away uh, with their defense and then maybe match up with a Moncrief on the other side or whoever it may be, man-to-man. Yes. And the other issue for me is, yes, the Broncos' offense not great, I understand that, but the Colts' defense is The Colts' not defense good. is awful. And their pass defense yeah. is horrible, and I just think Demarius Thomas and Simeon can have a little success and win an ugly close football game. Uh, Alex did we Oz- have to put this in the background? Is there like a rule that says we got to put Thursday no, Night Football? No, I think I just did a video so they kept it okay. off. Um, but we do have this asking, uh, Luke Heaton asking about any overs, unders. This to me just screams under. What's like the, well, yeah, Denver I mean, and Indy. Well, Indy, the, Indy is, has gone under almost the entire year. What's the number at? What is it? You know? I don't know. I'm okay. Look it, up. it doesn't really matter. I'm taking the under. Really? Yeah. Uh, let's move on. You look that up, and I'll get the next game. Okay. It is going to be Saturday. We have two Saturday games. So to all the degenerates out there, do not forget to put in your bets because of Saturday. 41. So you're taking the under. Yeah. This would be a twenty to seventeen game. I mean, my game twenty three to twenty doesn't. It doesn't. So I don't know. I wouldn't. I'd be worried about that. Uh, I wouldn't trust them. Detroit hosting Chicago Saturday afternoon. Matt Stafford came back after that hand injury. Played well against the Bucks, but the Bucks did make it close towards the end. Chicago, they go out there and run all over the Cincinnati Bengals. And Trubisky threw for like two seventy. Yeah, right. Uh, this line for me, I was going. Ooh, this is going to be a really close game. And when I saw the line, I went. Ooh, people are forgetting something. I am putting $200 on the Bears right now, plus five and a half. Uh, I know that this is Matt Stafford against a not great Bears secondary, but I looked back in recent years. When Chicago plays at Detroit, it's always a field goal or Chicago's pulling it out somehow. And what I saw last week, it wasn't just Jordan Howard and Tariq Cohen, and it wasn't just the Bengals not tackling. The other thing that I also thought was, Man, they're, they're dialing up some plays right now that I haven't seen yet for Chicago. Just sort of these wave concepts that Trubisky was taking advantage of. The other thing was Wagner, Lang, and Swanson were all out of practice. Decker was limited. The, the, Samson, Swanson, Samsonite. Samsonite. Exactly. 
The Detroit offensive line is completely banged up right now. Uh, and I also think it was stunning. When I looked back at Detroit's run defense the last six weeks, mm-hmm. everyone's over 100 yards. Mm-hmm. I think this is going to be a classic close game. And the other thing I thought, the last time they played, if Trubisky didn't fumble that ball and it goes in for a touchdown, they were going to win that game. If Dontrell Inman catches that ball across the end, they could. that was a very close game. No doubt. I like Chicago here. I just think it's too many points. I like Chicago to cover. Yeah, I think a lot of your thoughts are spot on there. Um, I do. I'm putting $10 on the Chicago Bears. Okay, so you were agreeing. I'm with you. I don't have the guts <laughs> to go with it. Roar! 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 Going to Detroit! Going to eat some lions! Who wins in a fight, lion or a bear? Bear. No way. No fucking way. Are you They're going to go the clamp, and then the bear comes over the top, and it's like a wham technique. That is just, what? A wham? The old wham technique's going to win the battle You're saying the bear. one lion, not a pack of lions, one lion versus one bear. A male lion is like why is it six. Be sec- why do you got to get into sex? Well, okay, I'm I'll just going. I'll take a female bear over a male lion. You're crazy. There's yeah. No way. Apparently, female lions are more ferocious. Yeah, but male lions are twice the size. They're almost 600 pounds, okay? What's a bear? Like 2,000? I don't know, but a a bear is just not as powerful as a lion, period. I mean, shut your mouth. Okay, back to the point. I'm going lions, 27-24. I put $10 on the bears. I do agree. Five and a half points is too much. The lions' defense is not good. I thought this was going to be a three-point line. And you made the point right. I mean, their defensive line, their defensive front, it's struggling. They've had injuries. They're banged up. Ezekiel Ons is not the same guy he was two years ago. Holody Nada not being there. All those things are a big issue. The bears should be able to run the ball on them. My problem, the reason I picked Detroit to win the game, and what scares me from betting money on it is – Again, the Bears are just the type of team that Matthew Stafford can take over and win the game by himself. They're missing some of their top-tier pass rushers. Great. Now he's just going to be able to buy time. They play zone coverage. He's going to pick them apart. He had a huge statistical day against them the first time around. He did. And that was outside. This is is them still playing for something, even though it's an outside chance. Yes. like, I think you're right. There's a very good I, – I wanted I, – this came to my bright lights. Like, oh, maybe I should put more money. But I'm scared that the game is 27-24 with right. five minutes left, and then all of a sudden Matt Stafford throws another touchdown or two, and they win Absolutely. by 20. I think, so that's where I I went. think for me, when I really looked at the Tampa Bay game last week, I was like, wow, it was just a lot of Ebron, a lot of dump-offs. Yeah. They kind of collected it. Mm-hmm. I also think that Chicago is playing for something. They're playing for this year to not be a failure, yeah. and they're playing for their coaches' jobs. Sure. And I thought yep. the way they came out last week, yep. and I read a quote from some offensive lineman about Mitchell Trubisky, right. and it was another great quote. It yeah. was like, I wanted to leave the huddle, and he said, shut the F up and get yeah. the F back yeah. in here. He wants to keep playing well. No doubt. And I, I'm excited. By the way, this is from CompareAnimals.com. Grizzly bear will always win in a head-to-head fight with an African lion because grizzlies are stronger, taller, and heavier. They also have bigger paws with stronger, deadlier swipes than a lion, though they are smaller than polar bears. But they're still stronger and dangerous than any other bear in the world. I know, but that doesn't really mean it. I don't care about the size matchup. Like, let's just put it this way: like a pack. So you don't of, care about you don't care about Fletcher Cox versus Todd Gurley. Well, no, no, because that's it, what we're talking it, about. No, here. it's not. It's not. It's totally not. We're first about of all, Marshawn Lynch versus Marcel Darius. You're 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 not talking about the pound for pound power a lion can do. That male lion can take down the same animal the bear can take down. 
and the bear outweighs him. He's capable of putting more you force that bear to into swipe. DiCaprio? Just like this. Let me just say this real quick, okay? What? Like a pack of wolves. Yes. Well, we're not talking about a pack. I'm just trying to explain. Can you just let me finish the fucking point? A pack of wolves have to take a caribou down, down in, right? And they don't even have claws. Right. And a male, and a male mountain lion does it, or a female, just a mountain lion, can do it all by himself. A 180-pound cat can take down the same animal it takes 12 wolves to take have you down. Ever seen a which shaved, the wolves outweigh. Have you ever seen a shaved bear? It's the most frightening thing I've ever seen in my life. Type in shaved bear. I don't give a shit. I, toss, just I won the argument. I'm Next the game. Expert. I don't think so. Kansas City, San Diego, <laughs> excuse me, Los Angeles Chargers. <laughs> just go win. back to San Diego. No one likes it. We all get confused. Seven and six, seven and six. The battle for the AFC West. Whoop, whoop. The Chargers, out of nowhere, have a top five offense and a top ten defense. What do you know? They are favored by one in Kansas City. I originally wrote this one down as Los Angeles, but I'm putting ten dollars on Kansas City. I just it's got a weird thing about it. It's Kansas City at home. I've liked what they've done with Matt Nagy's offense recently. I will say this I want the Chargers to win this game. I want them to make the playoffs. They are the team that's more interesting to me. I don't know why though. I, and look Kansas City has beaten Los Angeles the last seven games. Seven in a row. Mm -hmm. And I look at this game and I go, this has all the makings of a Saturday night primetime Chargers. I don't get their full effort. I love the Chargers. I really think they're the better team. This is just me going, doesn't feel right. That's the only reason I picked this one. Okay. You're going big on LA, aren't you? No doubt about it. I mean, this is is one of the best. San Diego Superchargers. Lightning bolts all over the Chiefs. $800. $800. I mean, that was some breakdown by you. I don't know. It's Saturday night, and they're not going to give up the effort. And they're just not going to win. I like what Matt Nagy's done. You I mean when Matt Nagy so lost his first Chiefs. game? Okay. Matt Nagy, I mean, they lost to the Jets two weeks ago in New York, but now their problems are fixed because they beat the shitty Raiders. Oh, my gosh. Why are you so confident? Because the Chargers are playing as good as any team in the NFL. They're on fire. Yeah, what they did they to are, Washington was very They are a better football team. I actually think, I, th- I thought about, I mean, listen, going to Kansas City is no joke. I've been there. Right. It is it Saturday is the real deal. Night. No doubt. But I think the Chargers are this team that's just, First of all, they've been playing playoff football for the last five or six weeks. They're in that mode. They are the team. They are a team that's built to stop the Kansas City Chiefs and what they do. Uh, and I just look at Kansas City's defense again. And yes, it was a little better last week against the Raiders, but it still stinks. It's still going to have a hard time covering these San Diego yeah. receivers and. The pass protection, the balance of the run game, all those things, I think, is just what what I look at more than anything. It's just Kansas City's too simple on defense. I just think Phillip Rivers is going to pick it apart. I think that Alex Smith and company can make a few plays down the field, but as a whole, just the way San Diego rushes the passer, the way they defend the run right now, the guys they got, the safeties, uh, Adai and uh, Jaleel Adai and Trey Boston, the yeah. way they play, the Desmond King kid. I just think San, I, I honestly think San Diego is one of the best teams in football right now. San and Diego hasn't won a game. Los this year. Angeles, I know. Thank Los you. Angeles is one of the best teams in football. Uh, that's why I like it. That's a shaved bear. Whoa, disgusting. That is pretty bad. 
Yeah. So that's what your lion's losing to. Man. Type in shave Now bear. I know mine's going to win. That, just, that confirmed it. Look All at the that fluff. Ass. All that fluff. <laughs> uh, no, I. Oh, wow. So eight hundred dollars. That's your biggest one of the week, obviously. It is. It's my biggest one of the week. It's the game I felt most comfortable about. You know, I. I, I again, I like what Matt Nagy's done. Yes, certainly. Uh, but I just think the Chargers. Uh, to me, to would, me, this feels right. like where there's this. There's like stages of the season, mm-hmm. and I feel like the Chiefs getting the win over the Raiders, and even though the Raiders were coming back towards the end, yeah. and the Chargers blowing out Washington, this feels like a 0-0 reset game. Right. And I'm just thinking, Chiefs at home, I don't, I don't know. I feel like the Chiefs have always had the Chargers numbers. Remember last year, first game of the year, second game of the year, they were down like 20 points, and the Chiefs came back. Yeah. I don't know what it is, man. Like, and I look, the Chargers are the better team. Yeah. I agree with you. Yeah. I'm just feeling something weird. Yeah. Okay. And it's all. I don't know. Uh, don't change it to a left go lock. I can't. It's a Saturday yeah, game. Good. I'm not. Never good. again. Please don't. Never again. <laughs> I don't need you to hear. About I don't me. need your pressure on me either. Uh, let us now go to Sunday at one o'clock. Arizona at Washington. First time I saw this line, I went, "Oh, Washington is five and eight. The Cardinals are six and seven. Washington's favored by four at home. Arizona's defense is eighth. Washington's defense is twenty fourth. And Washington just got destroyed yeah. by the Chargers." Right. And I didn't understand why it was four. Mm-hmm. And then I looked at the injury report for Arizona, and they're missing like both starting tackles. They're signing people off the street. Chandler Jones is questioned. They're missing a lot of people. And I just think Washington at home, I'm going $10, Washington minus four. I didn't want to bet really anything on this game. I'm just going with the home team here. I do like the way that Blaine Gabbard has been playing. Yeah. I'm just looking at this game, and I'm thinking there's a ton of injuries. Like, the injury report is this long for yeah, Arizona. I know. The injuries scared me. I, I, I'm, I'm going the Cardinals. I put some money on them, Cardinals. I put 280 on them. Holy crap, we're disagreeing. Yeah. Why are you betting on these games? Well, I mean, the other game I feel really good about. You're not going to talk to the Cardinal? <laughs> Hello, little Cardinal. I hope that Redskin can't shoot you with his bow and arrow. Be careful. Okay? Right, so what's your reasoning? <laughs> um, um, Why 280? It's just one of the games I like the most. Now, the, the thing I look at it like this, I just think Washington is a team that's kind of done. I think they've kind of folded up the Especially tent for the when year I was as well. Seeing DJ Swearinger after the game, right? Like we got Those, no fight in it. Just little things like that have led me to believe it. Now the the Cardinals thing, the issue with their injuries, it is concerning. There's no doubt about it. I do think the Cardinals match up well with the Washington Redskins. Washington, you know, having Jordan Reed on IR, whatever, all that. The no the no consistency from the outside receivers that scares me because. Arizona can cover people, so to me, they're going to be able to stop the Jamison Crowders of the world and some of the things that the Redskins want to do on the, in the middle of the field in the pass game. You know, the run game for the Redskins, very hit or miss. Um, I still think this Cardinals defense has some talent on it, and I think the big thing is to me, yeah, I mean, the protection could be an issue, certainly. The other thing is, there's a chance that right. both Buda Baker and Antoine Buffet are not playing. Mm. So both safeties could be out for Arizona. Valdir just went on IR. Earl Watford, who was a replacement, he's not playing. Yeah. Alex Boone has a back injury. But he's still 
may be available, right? Or well, he's done? limited, so okay. he might be playing, but right. he might be hurt. Right. I just think it's one of those things where I look at Arizona these last few weeks and I go, they just had three home games. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so they survived Tennessee and they actually beat Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. But if you think about it, I don't. I think Kirk Cousins is better than Mariota. I think he's better than Blake Bortles, yeah. obviously. I think Kirk is one of those guys at home. I just I have a lot of faith in Washington's offense, especially if that secondary is beat. Yeah, uh, Antoine Bethea is not a huge concern to me. Buda Baker, the way he's been playing, yeah, uh, that would hurt me a little too. It does mess up some of the things they want to do. Chandler Jones being banged up is a big issue as well. I mean, there's no doubt. All those things go into my account. I just think Arizona's been playing good football lately. I've been yeah. impressed by what they've done. I've been impressed by Blaine Gabbert and his ability to take care of the ball, make some plays that are off schedule. And I just think the Redskins have kind of folded up the tent. That's to me. It was one of the few games that jumped out to me where I wanted, I think Arizona's going to win the game still outright. I just picked them to win 27-24, and when I looked at that, that's what made me go. Arizona is – Now, I have to pick the game sometimes before the injury report. I know, I know. So, Arizona, well, you did it this morning, so the injury report was no, out. No, no, but I'm saying yesterday when I had to pick them. Here's right. the, only, the only other point that I'm going to make that right. I they factored in. Arizona is 2-4 and four on the road this year. Mm-hmm. There are two wins. At the Niners, yeah. C.J. Beathard. Right. At the Colts, week two, 16 to 13, Colts when they game. were losing. Yes. So I'm looking at this and I'm going, they lost to the Texans by 10 on the road. They lost to the Rams 33 to nothing. That was in London. Mm-hmm. They lost to the Eagles 34 to 7. They lost to the Lions by 12. Yep. I don't think they're a great road team. Yep. And I just think that kind of the way I feel about the Chargers, you start to think this is the new normal and then it falls off the cliff. I think this is the fall off the cliff game. Okay. I just play trends. Yeah. Sure. There's not a lot of science, no, that's what fine. I'm saying. Now to one of the biggest lines of the week, and it's the scariest team because their offense freaking stinks. Yeah. Jacksonville is 9-4. and four. They're playing the 4-9 Houston Texans. This is the passing of the torch for the AFC South from the last few winners to the new winners. Jacksonville is favored by 10.5. I want to just say this one more time. This is not just the best defense in the NFL. This is historically going to be one of the best defenses of all time. Last night we were out to dinner and our guy, President Rory, said, yeah, but how many free agents are on Jacksonville's defense? Mm-hmm. And I said, I don't think you understand. Every member of the Jacksonville defense is under contract until 2019. When you talk about this team, you forget about guys like Dante Fowler. You forget about guys like Telvin Smith and Miles Jack. Telvin Smith hasn't played the last two weeks. Hasn't he's, played the two he's weeks. He's only one of the best linebackers in football, right. If you get a chance to watch Jacksonville. There's a few really fun things to watch. Watch wide receivers and how upset they are as the game goes on. Watch DeAndre Hopkins' demeanor. He is going to get so frustrated. No one talks shit against the Jaguars because they're that tough. It is a big line. Thus, I am only doing $10 because I am always afraid of betting on Jacksonville. Yeah. Because their offense in any game, Jadavian Clowney could have a huge game. Right. And I think Houston's a team that might be able to figure out Jacksonville. Yeah. I think that Jacksonville will cover. That's why I'm betting on them. But mm-hmm. it's just... Jacksonville is one of those teams, I want every spread to be three, yeah. and every spread that's 10.5 freaks me out. Yeah, well, I mean, and lately they've had a lot of those type of spreads, seven, nine, because, yeah. again, this is the best team in football. They are just hindered by a less-than-average quarterback, and that is what brings them back to the pack. No, I can't go big because of the reasons you said. I'm going $10 on the Texans. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, I picked the Jaguars to win the game 23-13. to 
13. So I ended up being a half wow. point off. And if you just were they, made were me you bet, spot on with most of your guesses? Uh, this week? I, you know, that's a good question. Uh, yeah, I was a little, I was close. I'll let you look here in a second. But I, I think uh, as a whole, I just look at, of course, Jacksonville's defense. Again, like Lefko said, appreciate it. It's one of the greatest defenses yeah. ever really in the history it. of the NFL. I mean, I'm not even joking you. It's one of the best I've ever seen. I know that. It's and really then, fun to watch. It is. And the offense has got talent. We know that. We've talked about the issues with Blake Bortles. Yeah, you can't con- count on him consistently in a week to week basis. What scares me is Houston. They're, they're not going to be out physical by Jacksonville. No. They're extremely physical football team, so I think they can cancel that out a little bit. Uh, they have played this team early in the year. It was the first game of the year. Yes. The Texans played horrible. They're going to watch that film back and just go, oh, my gosh, were we a disaster? They'll be a little motivated by that. And I just have a I, hard time picking Jacksonville to win by more than 10.5 points. I feel like this spread is this big because of T.J. Yates also. And yeah. I go, I think T.J. Yates was playing better than Tom Savage. He, he did. He, he played really well. There's no doubt. I was a little Yates bit scared good. of right. Lamar Miller being banged up. Yeah, and now right. you're going to go against Jacksonville. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, can we get a quick Jaguar sound? Do we have that? I'd hate to both to pick the Jaguars and not get even a little roar. Uh, and then Matthew Clement chimes in with, the Jaguars' defense is not better than the Panthers' defense. What do you think about that? I, w- I want to say that you're sadly mistaken. I would say that the linebackers of the Panthers can compare to the Jaguars. There are some elements of the front four, but once it comes to the secondary and the style in which they play, Jacksonville goes, we are going to lock up everybody. The Panthers go, we're going to play zone. The front four is good for Carolina. It's, they're not even on the same planet no. as Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm, I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but... Like, Calais, Campbell, and Yannick Ngakwe is one of the best pass rushers in football. There's nobody that can hold that claim in Carolina. You know, Kilwan Short is definitely one of the better, best defensive tackles in football. I'll give him that. But so is Malik Jackson. And then Calais Campbell is one of the best defensive linemen in football. And as far as the linebackers in the middle, that, that's very close. I'm not sure if yeah. I'm taking Keekley and Davis over Miles Jack and Telvin Smith. I'm sorry. Yeah. Not at their age and as athletic right. as Jack and da- uh, Telvin Smith are. And then, like you said, I mean, Jacksonville's secondary is, I don't know, it might be the best I've ever seen ever. I mean, ever. It's the number one and number two corner in football on the same team, on the same With field. With really active safety. Yes. So, to me, that's that where they separate rangy. themselves. Yes. Uh, and then Alex Osborne says, here's one for sure. A yeah. Jaguar definitely kills a Texan in a fight. Oh, without a doubt. But you know what? Just like this game. What you know are we what? calling the Texan? Texan? The human Texan, or are we giving it the Longhorn? No, no, it's a human Texan. Okay. But I think a human has okay. one shot. Right. That Jaguar comes chasing. The Texans have one shot. Right. You know what I mean? And if they don't get it, they're dead. That's the, how they're talking about their one shot with their gun? Exactly. Yeah, okay. Uh, speaking of the Carolina Panthers, let's go to the next game. It is the Carolina Panthers against Aaron, Aaron Rodgers. The greatest quarterback, quarterback I've ever, ever seen. seen. You can never get that line right. Panthers uh, have the fifth best defense. The Packers offense and defense. They are so banged up and that defense stinks. Apparently, this line was like nine. And then when Aaron Rodgers came back, it dropped down to three. Right. So the Panthers are favored by three. Here's how I'm going to break this down. I don't know if you guys watched last week. But the Packers were down double digits to the Browns in the fourth quarter. And I know that Aaron Rodgers comes back. I don't know what level we're going to have him at. Mm -hmm. I just know that we're not going to have him at Aaron Rodgers' pre-injury. I also don't even know if I would have taken the the Packers with healthy Aaron Rodgers in this game pre-injury. The Carolina Panthers, in my mind, um, 
are a good, strong, physical football team with not a ton of holes. I do not think they're in the top five in the NFL. I think there's some limitations. But I look at this game and I go, I love the Panthers, especially against the team. And I, I, I don't think that we should be getting the full Aaron Rodgers weight here. It's another home game. It's, it's the second. It's a back-to-back home game for Carolina, so they're comfortable at home. I'm going $200 on the Carolina Panthers. Uh, this is a game where I look at Carolina and I just, I, I think I'm looking at the collection of the team. And I could really see Cam Newton and that running game pounding the crap out of the Packers. Yeah. What do you think? Well, uh, I, I mean, I don't feel quite as good as you. Uh, I'm going $10 on the Packers. I think the Packers will keep this game close. I mean, that's well, three points. Yeah. I just don't think, you know, again, Carolina. Um, this, they don't have the offense to expose anything in my eyes that, that Green Bay does on the defensive side what of the ball. Mean? Well, I, I mean, they're just not explosive. There's nothing to really worry about other than Cam making a few running plays here and there and some of the underneath throws to a McCaffrey. Right. But, like, I don't think the Green Bay Packers are going to have a hard time stopping anything else. I do still think their defense gives them advantages in certain matchups because Capers does some creative things on that side of the mm-hmm. ball that – when offenses play them for the first time, they're like, man, I haven't seen this look. I mean, he does do, you know, he's Pittsburghish in the way he does those things. So I look at that. I think the other thing, too, is, yes, I mean, Aaron Rodgers, I don't expect him to be what he is normally before the injury, whatever it may be. He's still scary. And I do think that, again, this is a team that he can pick apart a little bit. So that's where I get right. scared. They can't play a lot of man-to-man. And if you play too much man-to-man against Rodgers, the back shoulders, the pick plays he calls at the line of scrimmage, whatever it may be, he'll right. expose you. Rodgers has had success in the past against well, Carolina, and then, much like I'm sure Drew Brees does. Well, and think about the just the, designated lanes. Think about the, exactly zone passing, zone passing. And then what's the other thing I always say about like just like I said about Stafford against the Bears, like they don't have great speed on the edge. So these are the kind of games to me where Aaron Rodgers, I don't expect him to be moving as well as he always does, but he's going to be able to buy time for himself when nobody is open. And that's where the big plays come off. He can take over the game at moments by himself. But I still think Carolina wins the game. It's too much to ask Rodgers to carry the team for the first time in 10 weeks. 23-21 Carolina. Damn, just covering. Yes. Last time Cam Newton faced Green Bay was in that 2015 season where they were fantastic. Threw for 297, three touchdowns, one interception in a eight-point win over the Packers. Aaron Rodgers did put up 29 points. My thing is just uh, I'm okay taking the loss if it means Aaron Rodgers looks fantastic because that's great for the NFL. I just think that the first game out of the docket, you're facing a really good Carolina team Mm -hmm. on the road that's feeling a little bit of swag and they've been at home. Right. By the way, Carolina, this is the midst of a three-game homestand. Really nice to have at the end of the year. Yeah. Uh, I just also thought the, the Carolina offensive line played well last week right. against Minnesota, and I don't think it's the same stress. Yeah. But that yeah, could be close. Next one, New Orleans. This is the biggest spread of the week. Oh, oh baby, baby. baby. Bryce Petty's headed to the bayou. The Saints are favored by 15 and a half. Don't laugh. The Saints are ready to go. Yeah. (laughs) Saints are the number one offense in the NFL. They are coming off feeling very disrespected. Thursday night game, a lot of calls didn't go their way. Alvin Kamara's concussion, he's completely cleared. They have 10 days to prepare. And what I saw out of Bryce Petty last week showed me that he is incapable of even hitting five-yard wide-open out routes. 15 and a half is big. 
It's one of the biggest spreads we've had all year. But an angry Saints team that is fighting now and has a still has a chance at home field advantage, I am laying the wood and I'm putting $320 on a 15.5-point line because I think the Saints at home are great. The Jets on the road already sucked, yeah. and that was with McCown. Yeah. Do you remember the Bucks game? Yeah. And they put up 10 points right. in that loss. Right. Down in New Orleans, I imagine that a lot of those – Andrus Pete is already back. I know we're going to have a healthier Lattimore. <clears throat> to me, this is the Saints just going, we're not playing anymore, right. especially against Bryce Petty. I think the Saints beat them by, like, 27. I know. I wanted to put money on it. Uh, I'm going $10 on the Saints. I didn't want to go anymore. I picked them to win the game 28-17. I think the thing that that scares me more than anything is I do think the Jets' defense can maybe slow down the Saints a little. The Jets do have size up front. Road game's definitely a concern. Bryce Petty is a concern. I'm also just banking a little bit. I just thought, well, the Saints will kind of be unmotivated by the fact that it is the Jets coming to town. They're going to watch film. They're going to clearly think they're the better football team. I guess I get a little worried also to just go. The thought that creeped through my mind was that the Saints might be semi-conservative on offense because they're going to go, man, Bryce Petty and them, they're not going to score on us. So offense, just not making a huge mistake. So let's play it a little closer to the vest in some weeks. You know, I do think of guys like Jamal Adams and Marcus May and the big people the Jets have up front being able to slow down the Saints' run game. I I really would be shocked if the Saints just rammed it down their throat. Petty is an issue. I know that. I think him getting in the game, I think the fact that he did not play well, he's getting all the first-team reps, you know, they're gonna, they'll make a few plays. And then I think the other thing, too, is Johnny Morton being the offensive coordinator, old offensive coordinator for the Saints. Oh. Uh, I put in the personal element the there. Johnny of just revenge game. Just trying, yeah, like, you know, he's going against his own squad. He's going to show him. So I just didn't have the faith. I, I kind of wanted to, but I chickened out. And uh, like Jets I said. Jets defense on the road. Mm-hmm. They just allowed 23 to the Denver Broncos. The Bucks game, it was a close game, but the Bucks offense stunk. The Dolphins hung up 31 on them. They beat the Browns. The Raiders hung up 45 on them. Yeah. So I just don't think the Jets really travel that well. And I think this is on turf. You know, this is sure. this is a quick, fast track. And I think the Saints are one of those teams, much like the Patriots, <clears> that I <throat> very much trust when it comes to spreads. And 15 and a half is tough yeah. because you're up 17 and you're sweating it out. Let's go. Let's go to the next one. Next one. Philadelphia. Against the Giants, going to revisit his pick again. Like he'd already picked the Saints, he's going to tell us part nine of the pick now. Thank you. Would you like to take this? Uh, Philadelphia versus New York. Yes, that's Nick Foles there on the left. Their offensive rank is number three. Yep. Their defensive rank is number four. Once again, that's Nick Foles on the left, not Carson Wentz. And that is Eli Manning, and they just stink. They got a lot of big numbers to the right. 29 and 32 should tell you how it goes. That's really great. Thank you. Uh, the Eagles are still favored by seven with Nick Foles. Um, I, am, I'm not, I don't care about the mush anymore. I'm, just, I'm taking the Eagles, $10. Um I think they're going to win this game. Yeah. I don't want to bet on the Giants. I think the Eagles have the better quarterback in this game. I think that Nick Foles is better than Eli Manning. I right don't now. think it's that crazy. I don't think so either. No. I think that the Eagles are going to come out insanely motivated. Right. I think that this, there was this, a video that came out online, and it was Doug Peterson talking to the team, and he didn't even mention Carson at all. Yeah. And then afterwards, it showed Malcolm Jenkins. Right. 
And Malcolm Jenkins began to give this inspirational speech where he said, Carson is down, but we have bigger things in mind. Yeah. We just won the NFC, mm-hmm. and defense, it is on us to step up, and I don't care if we win ugly, we are winning. Yeah. There is something about this Eagles team where I definitely believe they are going to be coming out all, all guns blazing. Yeah. And you wrote in your notes, right. the last two drives when they had to shut down the Rams, mm-hmm. they went more simple. I hope and they, they allowed their team right. to do what they do without a lot of stunts and wide nine and all this stuff. Every now and then when I watch the Giants, I see sparks some Orleans Darkwa, and I see one or two plays from Sterling Shepard. I don't think that's going to happen against this Eagles defense, and this always happens with the Giants games in the third or fourth quarter. When they get tired, they just disappear, and I think that happens in this game. I think the Eagles actually win big. I just didn't want to mush it by making it one of my big bets. Yeah, um, I- I'm going big. Let's go, Eagles. Fly, Eagles, fly. Wow. Rock! I don't know if that's an eagle, but whatever. They're going to beat the shit out of the Giants, okay? You really um, feel it. I do, I, We're my green eagles. Let's go. I believe eagles. I think the, the thing I look at, uh, I, I, that's what I took into account. The eagles realize that their best player is gone. They're still, this team is still stacked with really good players, especially on the defensive side of the ball. They're going to have to find a new formula, yes, to play. But I do think this is where you're going to see defense, offensive line motivated, realizing, okay, we got to change. we got to pick it up a little bit on our end. First of all, the Giants' offense stinks. This Eagles' defense is amazing. I hope they don't blitz or do anything like that. That's the other thing that drives me a little crazy about the Eagles, just my two-second breakdown of them is, you know, why blitz? Why play man-to-man? You have a great four-man pressure. You have a great four-man rush. Play zones make the quarterback have to think for a second and then pat the ball and then, oh my gosh, that was Fletcher Cox. I mean, it makes no sense to go, we're blitzing, we're showing you we're blitzing. Hey, throw it quick, quarterback. Oh, I mean, that's what they've done the last two weeks against the Rams and the Seahawks and some of their worst plays. I'm hoping they'll look look at the film from the last two weeks and go, damn, we keep getting burned when we try to like go for the kill shot, mm. and, and that's what I, I don't like. But either that's way, like Jim Schwartz is like whole thing. I, he's got to he's got to com- he's got to calm it down. You Alex don't have to Osborne decapitate asks, the team the head. Who wins, an eagle or a giant? Well, you know, if the giant gets one swipe, the eagle's done. The eagle needs to like peck the eyes. Yeah, I mean the giant's gonna win. Yeah, yeah, one one. One one. One one's going to win. So you're really confident. Well, I I think they're going to steamroll the Giants. I don't think it's going to be. Technically, I can make this a left go lock. I, and I've already picked that. I, I'm picking the Eagles to win 22 to 13. I just have a hard time thinking the Giants can move the ball consistently, if at all, against the Eagles. The Eagles' defense is still special, especially that front. And I just think the Giants are they're a beaten team. It's over. I think the Eagles will get out early on them and kind of just physically dominate them. Yeah. And, the, and the Giants will just pick, okay, our season's done. That's it. And if you really think about the first time they played, if they didn't have Odell, they would have scored nothing. You guys dominated the game. Dominated the whole yes, game. Right. John Jelinski says, I almost said, is that a Phil Simms Jr. or what? And then I said, it's all it really is, Phil Simms Jr., LMAO. Yes. Hello, my name's Phil Simms Jr., and my son is Phil Simms Jr. Jr. No, your son is actually Philip Sims. I know. Okay. Yeah. Uh, let us now go to Baltimore against Cleveland. 
in Cleveland's limitless pursuit of their first win dun, of the dun, year. Dun. Baltimore goes up and hangs 38 points on Pittsburgh in a loss. And this is a matchup of two running backs that I think are starting to hit their stride. Yeah. Alex Collins and Isaiah Crowell both looked really good last week. Uh, Deshaun Kaiser. It's really interesting to me that the GM, the new GM of the Browns, comes out and goes, they didn't, they got fake players or they didn't get real players. While he's the GM of this team, calling his own Cleveland Browns guys not real players. Yeah, that's called you hired a baseball guy to evaluate NFL talent. I mean, listen, any baseball teams out there need a GM. Uh, I can go out there and evaluate baseball players really good if we're going to cross lines and shit now, okay? It's going to be a team. Hey, GM Carlos Stanton's good. Let's sign him, Yankees. <laughs> I'm a GM it's, in baseball. It's literally going to be a team full of guys with just huge asses. They, they, Pablo Sandoval, for sure. I just want to know their, their – I would, what I would love to know is what were Sashi Brown's formulas. Like, Because some of the – hey, the first round, first round picks were that, – that's easy. Yeah. But the people they picked after that, or, I mean, they're so suspect. I don't, I don't, even know I don't think say. people realize what happened last week. We were about to go to overtime where you were at least guaranteed a push for the Browns who were, who were underdogs by three points. Mm-hmm. They were up by 14 points, and they allow a touchdown in overtime to lose that game yeah. and not cover the spread. I am done taking my beatings with the Browns. I think betting on the Browns is just stupid. I'm going $50 on the Baltimore Ravens. I think the Ravens still have a lot to play for, and when they play these games, Baltimore typically does win by a good amount. Tell the Browns, Lefko's no longer interested in their losing ways. Ravens, 50 shekels. Uh, Okay. I'm going $10 on the Browns. Um, I think they'll keep it close. Of course, I don't think they're going to win the game. It is in Cleveland. Yeah. What is that? Is that what it is? Is it a fart? We're just going with the Browns noise. Okay. I mean, Wait, who we... did you pick? The Browns. Uh, what? Yeah. I mean, I think they're going to keep it close, like they always do in a lot of games. And I'm not going to sit here and just go, you know, that I think Baltimore's offensive woes are totally fixed. I like their new mantra. I still think a lot of the Cleveland defense. I really do. And sure. I do just think they're going to keep the game close because they are desperate. They're desperate in the fact that nobody wants to go 0-16. You're not going to factor in nobody Joe wants Flacco's to deal with that. new, like, Yes, I mean, the, it, it, it's, it's great, certainly. Um, but I still don't think the Ravens' offense is special. I'm not going to sit no, here and say not. that. So, And I just think that they can keep it close. I do think that the uh, Cleveland football team for as a whole is a pretty physical unit. I agree. I don't think Baltimore's defense is, like I've been saying for the last few weeks, dominant like we've seen in years past. No matter what their stats say, they're doing it with great coaching and yeah. great schemes. I don't necessarily look at their players and just go, oh, man, that unit's coming to town. You better watch out. They're going to kick your ass. Uh, so from that reasoning, I am just – I'm going with the Browns. I'm picking the Ravens to win 20-17. to 17. Dave Potter asked Mr. Sims, if yeah. you had quarterback the Browns this whole year up until now, what would the record be? Oh, gosh, in my prime? I don't know. I mean, we're not – uh, I'm going to say I'm good for two or three wins there. Maybe more. I don't I, know. know. Maybe four or five. Right now, I mean, you give me, like, you know, a full off season. I think I'm still good for three or four. Okay. Yeah. Let's I'd like go. to think I wouldn't make the dumb mistakes at the end that the rookie has made. Kaiser made a lot of really good plays. Like, he when does. I watched back that game last week. But it's just the same thing every week. There's Fourth one or quarter, two plays yeah. at the end of the game where you just go, man, what are you thinking? Like, the interception in overtime. 
He scrambles. Oh, and then threw it. Tries to throw a ball deep. Why people coming? Ball yeah. flies in the air. Game over. Buffalo, Miami, in Buffalo. There is no line. We're waiting to see what's going on with the quarterback position for Buffalo. Tyrod Taylor is saying that there's a chance he could be playing in this game. Okay. Uh, Bills are seven and six. The Dolphins are six and seven. It's unbelievable. They're both still in the playoff hunt. Yep. Uh, and this game. Surprise, surprise, expect it to be snowy. Ooh. I am putting $10 on Buffalo because I don't think Miami is ready to play in the snow. And I think mm. Buffalo just mm. got this to Tatanka. Tatanka. Buffalo. I think that um, Miami, this is, I think Miami just had their biggest win of the year. I think they're super, super happy. Yeah. And now they have to leave the comfort heat of Miami. Like you were saying, it's a trap game. Yeah. What's worse than finishing up a trap game and then going to Buffalo yep. to face a team that just wants to pound you? The Patriots don't want to pound you. Right. The Dolphins' defensive line just had a week off. How much snow are they expecting? I'm not going to lie. I didn't look at the weather report. So. I just thought it's going to be cold as shit. Right. It's supposed to be like 35 degrees, right. and there could be snow. I'm yeah. going Buffalo. Okay, I hear you there. I mean, there's no magic pill to this scenario no. here. It's a coin flip game. I'm going Miami to win the game. I just think Miami's the better football team. Yeah. That's why I'm picking them. I understand. I go 28-20. I can swim in cold water. When you do that, are you expecting like a tuna above Fishy. your head? It's yeah. great. What wins some a t- buffalo? Some Tatanka scraps. A b- buffalo or a the dolphin? Well, you know, if it's fought in water, I'm going with the dolphin. Good if point. it goes to the land, then I'll Where take the buffalo. Where are they the playing buffalo. this game? They're playing on land. Good point. <laughs> but any, with snow, adds the any, water anything element. Anything else or should we move on? No, I, I, I just, I, I, listen, I'll, first of all, this is the thing that jumps out to me. Cutler's been playing well. They yes, do have weapons. Kenyon Drake, yeah, has a chance to be a superstar. Kenyon Drake has a chance to be LaShawn McCoy or Alvin Kamara. That's what kind of player he is. And if they can continue to, you know, infiltrate him in the or what do I want to say? Not infiltrate or just Inter- continue integrate. integrate exactly integrate him into the offense. Uh, I like what they've been doing as of late with him. He's made them a more dangerous offense and. Again, Buffalo, their offense, there's just nothing there other than LaShawn McCoy and Tyrod Taylor, maybe, let's just say, and that's nothing that special, McCoy special. And, and I like what the Dolphins have done on defense. I mean, their corners can cover people, and there's nobody to cover on Buffalo anyways. Their front four can get to the quarterback. They have a front eight that's good. You know that. We've been saying that for a long time. So I picked the Dolphins to win 28-20. Yeah, I look at it, too. Buffalo is 5-2 and two at home. The Dolphins are 2-4 and four on the road. They have not run a road game since October 15th. The comeback against Atlanta. They got their ass kicked by the Ravens on the road. They got their ass kicked by the Panthers on the road. They got their ass kicked by the Panthers. Patriots on the road. Those are three really good teams. I don't put Buffalo in that stack, but I've always thought Buffalo and Chicago one o'clock games in those arenas. Yeah, there's something to be said about it. I've always thought those teams play tougher than now it is. Minnesota, 10.5-point favorites against the team that we saw just completely mail it in against the Chicago Bears. It's impossible for the Bengals to be as banged up as last week, but we're still seeing all those same guys on the injury report, and that's including Vontez Perfect, who I've seen no reports that he's coming back from this injury. Right. Case Keenum and the Vikings, look, they really outplayed the Panthers, I thought, most of that game, except for three plays. Mm-hmm. The Jonathan Stewart run, yeah. the, the, not, Cam Newton the Cam Newton run, and then some of those drop balls. I think Minnesota's one of the best teams in the NFL, and what I saw out of Cincinnati was a travesty. I think A.J. Green versus Xavier Rhodes is Xavier Rhodes. I am putting $200 on Minnesota 
at home, favored by ten and a half. <laughs> that was a glorious, glorious Viking horn. <laughs> that was. It was a little bit more. Is it regal. different? It was a little right. bit more regal. Yeah. It was new. Yeah. So I'm going to go Minnesota here. I think that this is an angry Minnesota team. I think this is a team. Look. The best thing about Minnesota, the Rams, and the Saints all losing last week is they all come back super motivated this week yeah. because they're all still alive for that number two bye week. And I'm telling you, Zimmer was in that meeting room going, the number one team just lost their best player. Yeah. They're all super motivated. Mm-hmm. Cincinnati, not so much. That loss was at home. And now they're going on the road to Minnesota. Vikings, I think, win this one in a bloodbath. Yeah, you know, I maybe should have bet more money on this one, really. Uh, I'd probably chickened out. Do you I think agree with me? Yeah, I do, I do agree with a lot of what you said. Uh, I'm putting $10 on the Bengals because what? I stuck with my fa- formula. Yeah, I picked Minnesota to win the game 24-14. to 14. So you're thinking that you should put more money on Cincinnati? No, okay. I should have put money on, on Minnesota. I just stuck with my formula. Like, why I stuck with my formula, I don't know. I'm down $3,000, so that's fucking stupid, too. What is your formula? Uh, my record is better, but my bets suck. Oh, um, you do the scores and you go based off the score? I just go on what I pick gotcha. from my games. And my game picks have been great, uh, and I can't bet. So, But either way. Um, the thing I look at, it's the Mike Zimmer Bowl, right? Mike Zimmer came from Good Cincinnati. Point. There's a little bit of a personal battle there, so I do take that into account. I do think Cincinnati, regardless of the beat-up state of their football team, is going to be embarrassed by the way they played last week, whether they got nothing to play for uh, or whether they have something to play for or not. And I just think Minnesota, yes, will dominate the football game. I still think Cincinnati's defense is a pretty good unit. And I just think that the way they got pushed around last week, beat up in the secondary, that they'll at least slow down Minnesota to a degree. That was my thinking more than anything. I have a hard time thinking Minnesota, I mean, Cincinnati's going to be able to move the ball consistently on the Vikings either. The only way I see that happening is Minnesota will play you man-to-man. And when that happens, I think Cincinnati will take a few shots with an A.J. Green one-on-one down the field and maybe make a few plays here or there to get them down in scoring territory. That's where I looked at it. So I picked Minnesota to win the game 24-14. But the more I think about it and look at it, I think I probably should have bet more money on Minnesota. Minnesota's 5-1 at home. Cincinnati is 2-4 on the road. And their only wins were one at Denver in the midst of their big-time losing streak and at the Browns. Yeah. Some teams just can't win on the road, mm-hmm. and I, I really think last week was super, super deflating. Yeah. I want to give a shout-out to John Goldberg, who is constantly mentioning right now about how he is my spades partner. Spent a lot of summers together playing spades and beating a lot of dudes. Oh, uh, that's good. Good. Hey, what up, Goldberg? I don't know how to play spades. No? No, I don't. You would be a good. You would be a bad spades partner. Actually, oh, good, thanks. Because you would get very upset at your partner a lot, and you wouldn't be able to hold it. It's all about like silent. Uh, it's a lot about silent counts. Okay, it's a lot about that. Okay. Uh, Bengal or a Viking? Who wins in that fight? A big cat or an armor-clad, sword-wheeling, shield-carrying Nordic? Viking? It might be a simultaneous death. You where know? the Bengal gets like the right. grips on and the neck chops and he them chops them at all the same off time. and they die together. And like the so Bengal dies first and then like the Viking walks away and he dies a few seconds later. Where the Viking like chops off the head and then covers himself in the Bengal blood. <laughs> and he's like, I die. <laughs> and he makes a new jacket to keep himself warm. Yeah, Bengal what, I'm, what I'm realizing too is you're betting a lot of money on like a lot of uncertainty. 
Like the fact that you put 280 on a team like Arizona with yeah. Lane Gabbert's a little crazy to yeah. me. The fact that you put $200 on a team with Nick Foles that we've never seen before, that one I kind of get, but it's a little scary to me. The Chargers, I actually feel really good about that one. That and one, the Chargers one, The too. Chargers one I do get because the, I think you have the better team. The Redskins one, yeah, listen, it's dicey. It's just one of the ones that jumped out to me yeah. more than anything. Let us I now, could be wrong about that one. Uh, no, I don't feel good about that. This one, I think, is one of the great <clears throat> 4 o'clock games. It'll be very fun to watch. The Rams at Seattle. This is a game where we just saw Seattle have to admit that they're not the baddest boys on the block anymore against the Jaguars. Right. So much so that they were trying to hurt people and almost got instigated to climbing into the stands. Leave this graphic up for a second. How much do I look like Jared Goff in the helmet in this photo? A little bit. You got the, you really do. I'm starting to get a lot of texts as the season goes on. Adam in the helmet. Jared Goff looks just Can like Can we get you. a Rams helmet and put Lefko in this for some pick shows that later might, on? Yeah, that might have to be in the following weeks. Yeah. But, so the week after the Seahawks have to admit that they're not the toughest team in the NFL right. anymore, this is the game where they might have to admit that they're not the best team in their division anymore. Yeah, right. This is a very desperate Seattle Seahawks team yep. with Russell Wilson. I will say this, though. When they played the first time, Jared Goff didn't play great. No. But I thought the Rams were the better team. Oh, they dominated Remember, the game. Remember, Todd Gurley was the initial Austin Safarian Jenkins touchdown removed right. from hitting the pylon. Right. I am looking at this game, and I am putting $10 on the Rams. I think they are the better football team overall. I think that the Rams are going to Seattle. I think that the Rams offense will be able to find a lot of creases in this Seattle defense. Yeah. It's just Seattle at home, yep. Russell Wilson. Right. That's why I'm not going more, yeah. but I do like the Rams. I think it's the better team getting t- uh, two points. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I put $10 on the Rams, but I'm scared. I think the Rams are going to win the game. I, I made it 24-23, okay? But the Damn. Russell Wilson factor is scary, and the home field advantage for the Seattle Seahawks is real. And I think the other thing that does scare me, it scares me, but yet I still made them win the football game, is, yes, Jared Goff on the road, yes. this kind of environment. Yes, the first time they played, Jared Goff is the reason they lost. I mean, plain and simple. There's no, really no other way to put it. It was five turnovers, and they still had a chance to win the game with the Cooper Cup drop touchdown pass in the end zone, right? Uh, so oh that's how God, much that's they – right. He was wide open. And they turned the ball over five times. That's what I – you know, so they almost – they lost, what, 16-13 to 13 that game, yes. something like that? Um, Todd Gurley was held to 43 yards rushing in the right, first game. Right, Tavon Austin, though, had like a – one of the speed sweeps. Like a speed sweep yeah. or something like that. No, that's why I think there's something about it reminded me a lot of the Chargers-Raiders game. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or there are some other games where these close divisional games, when one team barely edges out another, but the other team was the better team, I yeah. feel like the second time that team gets redemption. Well, there's nothing Same more. Same reason why I like the Bears against the Lions. There's nothing more that pisses you off as a player, and you usually know this when you walk up the field and go, damn, we lost and we were the better team. And even when you win games like that, sometimes you walk off the field and go, they were better than us. We got out of here with one today. Like they were, oof, I hope we don't have to see them again. And right. uh, I, I think I just have confidence that also this, that, that Jared Goff has come a long way since the first time they played the Seattle Seahawks. Oh, sure. Early in the year, that was still Jared Goff. We Is he scared sure. in the pocket? Can he make throws into tight windows? Yeah, all those things were an issue. They're not anymore. I think Donald Quinn... Ogletree can contain Russell Wilson enough. It sounds like Robert Woods is going to be back. Right. The buckle up for this comment, okay? The Seattle Seahawks secondary sucks. 
Yeah. Did you see Blake Bortles last week? Okay, thank you. Move on. Next game. That was great. Crawford yeah. King, though, adds, Lefko looks like Goff. Goff looks like Ryan Gosling. Lefko looks like Ryan Gosling? No, that's not true. Sorry. Ryan Gosling's way better looking than Lefko. Let's not go crazy. I don't know. I do. do you I want know. me to roll around in a leather jacket? I Sure. What? what? Right, Are you great. fucking crazy? You don't look like Ryan Gosling. Game of the week. New England. Pittsburgh. The fight for home field advantage in the AFC. Ben Roethlisberger coming off his best game of the year. Tom Brady coming off his worst game of the year. Second in offense versus fourth in offense, and the Patriots are favored by three. I'm on still the road. disappointed about my Redskins bit. I think I'm really wrong on that you one. Think you fucked up. Yeah, I did. But go ahead. I'm um, great. That's Sorry. awesome. Good. Uh, Justin Nunez just said, "Left go ugly. <laughs> he ugly. He ugly. His mama says he's ugly. U G L Y. He, he ain't, ain't got, got no alibi. He I'm ugly. Fine. I'm actually fine. Like I think I'm a very <laughs> average-looking human being. I think you're better than average. I think so too. Yeah. I'm told often by homeless people, "Hey, you look good." <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Pittsburgh, New England. I had this one down immediately as New England minus three. And I went through and I said, that is crazy that we automatically give New England this win. Mm -hmm. And I'm looking and going, okay, Gronk is going to be back. But I'm going Pittsburgh plus three ten dollars here. Like, I really do think that, like, my, my head is telling me New England after a loss. But... Man, I'm looking at Pittsburgh. But go with your gut because it's so doing. good. No. Here, here, go with it. Stop, don't touch me. Here, here's the reason why I kind of thought is I look at New England's offense. New England's going to put up points. Yes. But I don't really think when I look at this recent stretch of New England games as we've celebrated this defense mm-hmm. of really what are the offensive firepowers that they've faced. Yeah. Miami, Buffalo, Oakland, Miami, Denver, they faced the Chargers, and the Chargers really could have done some stuff, but that was before the bye. Atlanta, but that was, you know, that was when Atlanta really wasn't clicking. Pittsburgh has a team that I really think could offensively could put up some points on New England. I just think taking New England in a night like in a four o'clock game. I don't know. I'm just I like Pittsburgh. Okay, hey, listen, this is there's no either one. I, I'm it's going, a coin flip game for me. I'm going a little stronger than you. I'm going 200 on the Patriots. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Fucking coming to Pittsburgh. I'm from Boston. I'm not taking any of this shit. Your steel mills and all that shit. Coming there, Boston hard. Wicked cold out there. We don't give a shit. How you like them apples? So you're really feeling confident about the Patriots. Patriots after a loss. I mean, that's the first thing. I mean, I just, I've worked there. I've been there. It's the building's miserable this week. I mean, it's like you lost Super Bowl 52. I mean, right away. I mean, that's how they treat it. It's, they're back to business. They're going to be pissed off. At the same point, the Steelers are going, this is our Super Bowl. I get that. I think there's, this is the thing that I lead into. I mean, you talked about the not great offenses that the Patriots haven't played, but yet they held Matt Ryan to seven and Phillip Rivers to 13, and that didn't count in your evaluation for some reason. You made some excuse up for that. That didn't really count. I don't know why, but it didn't. I don't know. So, the thing I'm looking at... Well, one, they were both in Foxborough. <laughs> yeah, okay, I know. I'm just having fun. Relax. Are you getting personal? No, All right. no. But I think... How can I get This is what I look at. Uh, and, and I feel like I have a good... <laughs> 
I feel like I have a good feel for I can't hear you over this lack of money. That's all in your mouth. Ma- <laughs> what are you down? What? How much money are you down? 500. <laughs> uh, so you don't have money. Like me, you're yeah, broke. My bookie's calling you first. <laughs> yeah, he is. He wants to break my leg. Yes. He just wants to put you in a chokehold. Yeah, he, I just need to take uh, him out to dinner. <laughs> um, okay, real quick breakdown. These are, these are my points. Um, I don't think Pittsburgh's offense is overly creative, Lefko. Right. And I think the fact that, uh, again, Malcolm Butler can match up with Malcolm Gilmore, Gilmore, all of them, I think they can take away some of the outside threat. I don't think there's much. But I'm focused on the MVP. Le'Veon Bell. That too. But again, you know, I don't have faith in it. I do think that. Yeah, I don't have. I'm not going to sit here and just go, oh, they're going to push around the New England Patriots. The New England Patriots are big. It sounds like Trey Flowers is going to be back. Trey Dietrich Wise will be ready to go. Van Noy will be ready to go. Allen Branch, I don't know about. So that is a little bit of a factor. But they still have big people. And what they're going to do is play their little bare front. They're going to cover the center and the two guards. Right. And they're going to go, okay, well, if you want to run it, you're going to have to run it on the edge. I think that the New England secondary is still is w- one of the best in football. And then the other thing I look at and just go, there's no pass rush in Pittsburgh. And if Shazier's gone, Gronk across the middle That's is, scary, right. Yeah. And, and the defense, you know, again, Pittsburgh's defense is good. Don't get me wrong. But Cody Sensabaugh is one of the corners. And if Joe Hayden's back or not, I don't really expect him to be what Joe Hayden is. Yeah. But Cody Sensabaugh is a liability at the corner position. I'm sorry, that's just what he is. He plays 10 yards off. They're going to pick him apart. Yeah. I worry about... Again, Ryan Shazier is one of the best defensive players in football. I know there was this whole thing that he misses a lot of tackles early in the year. I could kept hearing that. Oh, he misses tackles. Because he's asked to do things that other middle linebackers in football just aren't asked to do. He yeah. is a special player, and he is definitely a big reason Alex Collins went off against that defense last week. Because they do creative things with their front, and Shazier is the equalizer, the eraser in the back end. Oh, right. okay, you want me to get seven gaps over in the next three seconds? Zoom! I'm yeah. there. And that's not there. So that scares me with Gronk being back, like you know, like we talked about. And off the loss. And I just think the Patriots are one of the worst matchups for Pittsburgh in football. And that's why I went in. As I'm talking to myself now, I'm going, I'm a wuss. And I probably should have gone a little more on the New England Patriots and taken some of that Cardinal Redskin money away. I don't know. I just think there's a matchup issue there for the Steelers. That's my big issue. Yeah, I think for me it was just more when do you ever get the Steelers I know. They're going to be pissed. Three. They're going to be pissed. pissed. Focused. Focused. With They're going to want to win Mike Tomlin. Advantage. I know. Yes. I, I mean, I honestly think the worst thing that's happened to Pittsburgh, other than Shazier getting hurt, is the fact that New England lost last week. That, that really is. That's like a bad thing. That, if I was them, I would have been rooting like, come on, win, come back and win so you can have some false you know, positiveness going into the week. Justin Nunez says, yeah. Lefko looks like Vince Vaughn. Mm. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. I don't see the Vince Vaughn no. thing. I mean, I know similarities, but. Who wins, a Steeler or a Patriot? Steeler. You think so? I mean, the Patriots are pretty Patriots good with their musket. musket. Yeah, they but got a guess horse. what happens? He's going to shoot. He's going to miss because it's not accurate. And he's going to have to reload. Right. He's going to have to reload. That doesn't look good either. And then Pittsburgh, the Steelers are going to come with like a, a crowbar right. or a mallet. And then he's going to go, and he's got a spear in yeah, front of his Steelers gun. The like ready to be dirty. Right. The Patriot is like. I know. He only saved our country. That's yeah, right. Yeah, whatever. Yep. San Francisco, Tennessee, our favorite coach in the NFL, Kyle oh, Shanahan, Shanahan, and the Boombox hosting the Tennessee Titans, who are 8-5 and five and are still looking like they can get a playoff uh, seed. But I'll tell you what, they're, my, they're, they're quickly becoming my least favorite team in the NFL because they just are whatever. Yeah, they're annoying. Jimmy Garoppolo is favored by two, and I'm riding this train. 
I'm going San Francisco. Were you shocked? Ten dollars. Of course, I was shocked. I couldn't. I when I, I was saw like, this, I was, I was like, like, I'm excited to get 49ers? San Francisco and the points here. Right. And they were favored by two, and I was like, well, that's right. kind of what I thought was going to happen. Yeah. So I'm not going to go too much here, but I think San Francisco has been playing well lately. I think as a full team, they've been playing really well, and they've been winning games on the road. Now they get to come home. Yeah. That place is going to be bumping because Jimmy G is yeah. kind of packed. Yeah. And I think the Titans are going to lose, and there's going to be a lot of people going, "Hey, Mike Malarkey." Time for you to be going. Yeah. That's what I'm thinking. Yeah, I hear you. I, I definitely don't think the Tennessee Titans are, you know, they're, when all said and done, I don't think they're going to make the playoffs. That's just my two cents. It's be Chargers so we'll and Ravens. I do. I think the Chargers and Ravens will pass the Bills ago. and the Titans. Uh, I'm picking the 49ers. I'm putting $10 on the 49ers. I'm picking the 49ers to win the game 28-24. Um, I think, first of all, Mariota being beat up, uh, that does take away from what I think about Tennessee. Can they run the ball on the 49ers' defense? Certainly, to a degree. But there's nothing glaring to be worried about in the pass game either. And the 49ers' defense has been a little bit better the last few weeks. I mean, the Bears couldn't really run the ball on them. You know, they keep eight people at the line of scrimmage. Yeah. And when they can do that and not have to about worry about being burned in the pass, they can play pretty good defensive football. And I think this is one of those weeks. And I like with you. I just think Shanahan... Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo was given a confidence to the football yes. team. That's what happens they when you have a franchise quarterback. Right. Now. It's helped out the run game because now defenses are playing the 49ers and going, well, shit, Jimmy G can throw the 20-yard in cut. And the other quarterbacks prior, Hoyer, Bethard, I mean, you know, they were 50-50 against air. I mean, if no, you took the defense off the field. You're like, well, I don't know if he's going to hit him here. We'll see. Uh, but Garoppolo is, and he's going to make a few plays off that. That's why I like the 49ers, 28-24. Did I set my Patriots score? No. 31-27. 30, that's a great game. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So, yeah, you're right on the three-point line. Yeah, but I'm just also like, I just feel like... Maybe it should have been 31-17. I, I, I could see it going 34. I could see it going 38-27. I just, that's where I... I don't know if Pittsburgh can stop New England. Sorry. It's going to be interesting. I yeah. don't know if New England's going to be able to stop Pittsburgh the whole time. Yeah, either. you're right. You're right. Uh, let us now go to Dallas taking on... Oakland. Dallas at Oakland. This was a line that surprised me. And I know you're going to go low on this because you don't have a lot of money left. I am not going low on this. Uh, the Raiders were absolutely embarrassed out of the gates to the point where Sims and I were watching the Chiefs game and going, let's just get this off because we don't want to watch this anymore because the Raiders suck right now. Yeah. The Cowboys, it was close with the Giants for most of the right. game. And then it was boom, 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 big play. But I will say this. It was 17-10 in the fourth quarter. But a lot of, I don't know if the Raiders are that much better than the Giants, though, Sims. I like, I don't even know if they, they are They won 21 to 14, and we're lucky they got a strip sack fumble on Geno Smith on the three yard exactly. line going into score. Yeah. So I look at this and I go, you know what? Dallas is sitting here, and I think that people are, are sleeping on Dallas a lot. I've heard, I've listened to a number of other shows that said, I'm not factoring in Dallas. Yeah. If Dallas wins this game mm-hmm. and gets Zeke back and wins out, they have a chance. I know that it's really far away. Well, they got Seattle the next week, so that's one of the teams that's in their way. And if they beat Seattle yeah. with Zeke, which I think they can, right. I'm going $300 on the Cowboys wow. here. I think you. that this is a Dallas team that has a lot to play for, and Sean Lee is a game changer. He just is. I look at Oakland's offense. I'm not expecting Amari Cooper to play. Mm-hmm. I think we're in that vortex where his injuries are just constant. Yeah. I don't like the look of Oakland's offense. I don't like the look of Oakland's defense. Defense, and I think Dallas's offensive line is starting to get better. And I think they're going to go into Oakland and push those guys around. Don't forget, they know L.A. They know Oakland. 
Cal- Dallas spends their off-seasons there. I just think that Dallas is a team that's about to start clicking, and all of y'all that shit on Dak, I think Dak is about to start playing real. We're going to look back at his stats these last few weeks and go, why didn't we talk more about Dak bouncing back? Right. I think Oakland's defense stinks. Dallas has an identity, and I really like the little two-headed monster they have right now of Alfred Morris and Rod Smith. Mm-hmm. I like those guys. Yeah. I think they win this game, especially by more than three. Yeah, I, I picked them to win by more than three. I'm going $10 on the Cowboys. What did you pick? I, I picked Cowboys to win 27-21. I just don't trust the gotcha. Cowboys, so that's what kind of scared me. Why don't you trust them? Because uh, the last game was close? Yeah, I mean, but just... But don't you... I, I think the fact that it was close... I, Dallas had the game. Now, don't forget this. Yeah. Dan Bailey missed two field goals, right. so they would have been up uh, by 13. Right. Uh, and then they go down there, and then they also had some fourth and ones. The Giants had that 10-minute drive where it was fueled by those penalties that kind of made it that close of a game. Yeah. I don't know. These are just me. No, I, I get it. Uh, but those are things that happen a lot with the Cowboys throughout the year. So I don't look at it as like an outlier, but look at it as like they do this from time to time. So that's what I think scares me. They're the better football team. Oakland is a dumpster fire, no doubt about it. I think what scares me to a degree, the fact that uh, Dallas doesn't do a lot on the defensive side of the ball. Oakland's offensive line is still a decent pass-protecting group to where I think they can not let a DeMarcus Lawrence and Tyrone Crawford just destroy the football game, and maybe they can have some success in the pass game. That's the only thing I look at. But I just think as a whole, you know, yeah, the Raiders are struggling. Their defense has no talent on it. Like I said in you know the, my notes, 52 and 51, Irvin and Mack are the only two players they got on that defense. Right. There's really nothing else. There's a lot of young guys that are still learning their way in the NFL and just not that talented. Offensively, yes, Derek Carr has not been good. He's got some mechanical issues he needs to work on, so that scares me too. Um, Do you like my bet, though? I'm not mad at it, certainly. Okay. I didn't have the kahunas to do it, yeah. but I, I, it was one of the games I thought about. Because I, I, I actually picked thought I was 21. like, I think Dallas should be favored by six, which is apparently what you had as well. And I was like, three, that's nothing. Yeah. Uh, and then I also want to say this. So Kyle Derrick says, do yourself a favor. Keep your money in your pocket instead of taking left ghost picks. Never trust a guy that is wearing a long sleeve shirt under a cutoff sleeve sweater. This is actually, guys, one thing. Yes. This is a, I think it's from top. And if you want to get crazy here. Let's take a look at this. Got a button down there. Yeah, this is how crazy this is, guys. Take a look. It's actually buttoned down from here. Uh, see the lights? Uh, limbo time. Uh. Yeah, so that's this shirt. But it's available, I think, at Top Man. I don't know. I like it. I think it's, it's a little weird, but yeah, I like it. But then I'm a little weird. You are. Uh, all right, so who wins, a cowboy or a raider? I think a raider. I do, too. I think a raider has, like... Like they, they're just—they've been on the, on the as scene. long as he's got a gun too. I mean, then I'm taking. They the have Raider. cannons. Yeah, I think Cowboys have. You know, they have horses. A but a Raider has been on the sea. Right, and they will stoop to no level. They're a little edgier. I agree. Yeah. Uh, now let's go. Oh, Justin Nunez says you cold left go. I think my lips <laughs> are hard. <laughs> Atlanta at Tampa Bay. This is going to be the oh Dallas at Oakland's the Sunday night football. It is. Oh, Dak on a big stage. Yeah. Prime time. Lights are on. <laughs> Prime time. Uh, Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. This is their thing. They go down by like twenty or thirty in every game, and then they score like seventeen or twenty points in the fourth quarter, to make it respectable. The, the Tampa Bay's defense is 31st in the NFL. It stinks. Yep. The Falcons are still fighting for a playoff spot, and they are favored by six. Uh, love this game. I'm going $200 on Atlanta. 
I think that this is an Atlanta team that knows where their bread is buttered. I love what they came out and did. I am not the biggest Atlanta fan, but I think they are a team that can run the ball. Uh, Matt Ryan will have plenty of opportunities for Julio Jones. I don't think Brett Grimes is slowing him down anytime soon. I think Mohamed Sanu uh, will have a very good game. And then I look at the Tampa Bay offense and I go, I I don't know. Like, I, Mike Evans has done nothing these last few weeks. Yep. I don't have a lot of faith in Doug Martin. I think that Atlanta is going, this is our chance. And what is Tampa Bay fighting for other than proving that Jameis Winston and his coach get along? I like this game a lot. I usually don't bet a lot on, on Monday Night Football games, but I really like Atlanta by six here. Yeah, okay. Uh, I'm not mad at you there. I, I, I mean, I, I'm actually putting $10 on the Bucks. <laughs> okay, uh, it's to, to me. I mean, I expect Atlanta to win the game. I think this is this is where I took into it. I don't have any magic formula. I still think that Tampa is not going to be overwhelmed by Atlanta. They're used to playing them as a division rival. They're still still trying to end their season on a good a good note. Jameis Winston's trying to end on a positive note. They still have weapons on the offensive side of the ball, and I think the way Atlanta plays defense. Uh, with the eight-man front, that Seattle scheme, it kind of fits what Tampa wants to do in the passing game. And another thing I'm taking into account is, you know, Monday Night Football, John Gruden's getting inducted into the ring of fame there in Tampa. I think they want him to be the head coach there. I think that stadium's going to be electric. I think it's going to just kind of be one of the, the Bucks' last pushes of the season for that matter. And you're, I think you're, you're seeing that event wrong. And, and I'm going to go. Because what's right? going to make Dirk Cutter more uncomfortable than honoring John Gruden before the well, game. it doesn't and matter. And people going, I want the guy in the booth, not the guy down it there. It, I think it leads the crowd more likely to boo the current head coach than to cheer him on. I, I just think the stadium's going to be electric. Burn, I don't think it's going to matter. It's going it's to matter to Dirk Cutter. He's not going to be calling plays going, well, Gruden's up in the booth. Let me change this play. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I have no Cutter, magical – Atlanta's clearly the better football team. But I don't think Atlanta's special, and I don't think uh, – I, I just – think when a, with Atlanta, it's just still, to me, a team that I can't buy into their consistency at times. And I just, I went with the fact that I just think Tampa at home, Monday nights, one of their last showcases, that they'll make the game competitive. Man. Yeah. Uh, David Kona says, was it electric? Went on Thursday night last year. We hung up 50 on Tampa. Who wins? A Falcon or a Buccaneer? Or was it electric that they went into Atlanta last year and beat you guys in Atlanta? I mean, okay, so I didn't, you know, what great point. I don't give a Falcon damn. or a Buccaneer. I think a Buccaneer is a soft ass Raider. So I think a Falcon comes by and like really messes How up. How dare you? How dare you? They're not soft. They've had a history of soft quarterbacks too that can't keep their organs. <laughs> uh, all right, big bets. Let me take a look, a little recap here. <laughs> I am putting $200 on Chicago to cover five and a half against Detroit. Sims is putting $800 in the Sims Suicide Bet of the Week. $800 on the Chargers to beat the Chiefs yep. by more than one. Sims is also betting $280 on Arizona. That might be a plus dumb one. four against Washington. Uh, I am betting two hundred dollars on Carolina to cover the spread against Green Bay. I am betting three twenty on New Orleans to cover fifteen and a half against the Jets. Sims is betting two hundred dollars on the Eagles over the Giants by seven. I am betting two hundred dollars ten and a half the Vikings to cover against the Bengals. You are betting two hundred dollars on New England minus three in Pittsburgh. Yep. 
I am betting $300 on Dallas on Sunday Night Football against the Raiders minus three, and I am betting $200 on Atlanta favored by six against Tampa Bay. And those are the big bets of the week in terms of locks. I got to get your bets. I got to need to look at them so I know them on Sunday so I can root against them. Uh, I am thinking that I'm going to go New Orleans. I am thinking that I might go the Eagles now. I already bet on the Eagles, but I might make them a left call lock against the Giants. I think that one feels really good. I think I'm definitely going to go Minnesota right. against Cincinnati, and mm-hmm. I think I'm going to do Dallas against Oakland. Yeah, I, I like those all are the those. four that make sense. I like investing in Car- in uh, Carolina. Philadelphia, Minnesota, and Dallas. I like those two. I like them all except Dallas. Dallas is the one that scares me a little. You're cool with Carolina against Green Bay? Yeah. I it's it's not I'm not I'm or not should I not do the, I think I might do the New Orleans 15 and a half against the Jets. Yeah, I could see that happening. That one more. feels right. more than Carolina. So I'll right. probably go New Orleans, Philadelphia, Minnesota, Dallas. I think that I've honestly been very all over Dallas this year yeah. and I'm feeling really good. good. Now it is time for guaranteed to lose. Five teams that Sims is guaranteeing will lose this weekend and Sims we're going to start off with those J E T S lose lose lose. Oh, sorry Jets, you're going to lose. You're going in the New Orleans. You know why? Hey, you're going to lose. It's Bryce Petty less than Drew Brees. Saints better than Jets. Sorry, Jets. See you next week on GTL. And next up, they're not a lion. They're not a tiger. They're a Bengal. They're a Bengal, and they don't even exist in the state that they play in. And they don't exist in the state they're going to play in. But plain and simple, the Vikings are better. <laughs> Vikings win, no doubt about it. Bengals done for the year. You're going to lose because I say so. Sorry, Cincinnati. And I'll tell you what, the Cleveland Browns made a new record, the first team ever to start back-to-back seasons 0-13, and they may have set a GTL record for the team most on GTL. They are a Sims lock. What? Left go lock, Sims lock. Sims staple. Sims staple. I got to seize it to believes it. I like to say it every week. It sounds fun when I say it. Cleveland, I'm sorry because you do deserve better, but you will lose to the Baltimore Ravens in close, ugly fashion once again. Sims, going off on a limb here. Going off on a limb? Next team, guaranteed to lose. Yes, I am. I'm going with the Bears. You're going to lose. You know why? Because I'm the Oracle, and I said so. It's Matt Stafford. They got a chance to make the playoffs. Bears are missing pass rushers. I think Stafford can just win the game by himself, basically, and that's what will happen. Sorry, Bears. And lastly, Sims, your namesake, where you were raised. You're turning your back on your, are you too good for your home? Loyalty, loyalty. Oh, I don't give a crap about that. We're going with the Eagles. Yes, the Eagles are going to steamroll them. The Eagles are going to be pissed off. First of all, Carson Wentz, people are writing them off. Giants are going to lose. Okay, I was getting there. Okay, thanks. Slow your brakes. Hold down there. And, hey, okay, Eli Manning, Nick Foles, you said it. It's a lot closer than you think out there. It's not that much difference. Eagles are the better football team. You're going to lose, New York. Sorry, Big Blue, because the green machine Eagles are coming to town. I am surprised that you didn't pick the Texans. Uh, I thought them against Jacksonville, That's, but you're not it's sure. It's scary. You're afraid. Yes. Jets, Bengals, Browns, Bears, Giants, three road teams, two home teams, and focusing on the AFC North and the NFC North. I see what you're doing there. Yeah, you're right. Bengals, Browns, and that. Bears. Um Man, someone did ask Robert Harrison, what did it feel like for you to lose that $1,000 on the Seahawks? Oh, 
Well, you knew immediately. You knew as I was. Uh, I mean, Lefko can vouch this. I was rooting for the Jaguars. I really love watching the Jaguars. Um, the game was semi playing out the way I thought it might play out to where. Okay, the Jaguars dominate the game, and then all of a sudden, here we are. It was 10 to 10, and I went, oh, see, Russell Wilson's going to make a few plays, and the Jaguars didn't capitalize on dominating the game. But uh, I guess what I didn't take into account is the fact that, man, some of the people that the Jaguars, le- or not the Jaguars, excuse me, that the, the, the Seahawks could not cover the Jaguars man-to-man. And, of course, that's what happens when you play Jacksonville. Defenses play defenses they normally don't play, and they basically played Jacksonville and said, okay, well, we're going to stop Leonard Fournette, and we're going to take a chance and just bet on Blake Bortles not beating us a few times. And whether it was the long Cole touchdown or D.D. Westbrook or whoever it may be, they just got so wide open a few times, and Bortles threw some good throws. Uh, and that was it. But they were, I mean, clearly the better football team. Yeah. I mean, we know that. I just thought Russell would be able to make some magic. Man. He did at the end. I mean, he threw two touchdowns. He did. One play I don't even think it should have happened. On Monday, but yeah. and we're going to wrap up right now. When Doug Baldwin went out of bounds, instead of getting the first down. Huge play. Huge play. Game could have been different. Game could have been yeah, different. Yeah, they didn't get the first down. That was second down. and made it. In first down, he got, what, eight yards. He went out of bounds. They had second and, and two. The first and they down. never got the first never down. Never got the first down. Yeah. Guys, thank you so much as always. These are our week 15 picks. Am I watching the game with you Sunday? Nope. Where are you going to be? You're just off. I'm out. I'm off. I'm at home. Nice. Sorry. Enjoy. Thanks. We'll be back Monday with another live show on Facebook to recap what happened in week 15, give you an updated playoff projections, see how Aaron Rodgers, the best quarterback that we ever ever seen seen. performs on Sunday and then get you ready for that Atlanta Tampa Bay game guys check us out on YouTube search Sims and Lefko every single episode goes on there we're building a community and we want you guys to be a part of it part of it hit us up on social at Instagram at Twitter at Sims and Lefko and then of course if you're subscribing on iTunes leave a five-star review and I guarantee that I will read it on episode 145 guarantee we are going to the Super Bowl yes we we will have updates for you on what to expect from Radio Row it should be fun for Sims. Peace out, homie. Hendrick would say goodnight, everyone. The L-E-F-K-O-E man says talk to you later. We love you. Enjoy the games. We'll holler at y'all in a bit. Root for me.